0: All hatred be the love Beyond toleration be the love Before pride and exaltation be the love you are listening to be the love transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness we are souls on the journey opening up the conversation to heal awaken and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency it starts with you everything you need is within you this is your time i am stacy Musil. And I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be the Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And I'd like to begin by inviting you to get centered with us if it feels safe. I'd like you to begin by taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful energy and breathing out anything that you are ready to release right now. And go ahead and take one more breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, just feeling your body connected to the breath and this present moment, remembering that you always have your breath to come back to. And so today we want to welcome Christine Bandman who has tapped into her art through divine inspiration. She says that her mother has been an integral part of her artistic abilities and has been her inspiration as she has inspired her to paint and create her entire life. She has taken art classes to hone her skills but she has learned to tap into and listen to her intuition which is really where her artwork comes from. She has come to realize that her art is her divine calling. And she has been selling her artwork through social media, hangings, and artisan fairs without self-promotion, which leads her to think something else has a mission for her. And she is just along for the ride. I'm so excited to share Christine's voice and artwork with you today, as I have personally worked with her and her divine gift. As she was able to take an idea that I had and beautifully create a Pachamama painting that I will also share on our Facebook page. And I was so blessed to have a magical Ganesh painting that was divinely created and manifested through Christine. So thank you so much for being here today, Christine.
1: Thank you for having me, it's an honor to be here. Absolutely,
0: so so tell us, let's, let's just dive right in. Like what is your divine inspiration for creating art?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> sometimes I don't even know. <laughs> um, I think the biggest gift that I have been realizing in my adult life is that um, I don't always know the plan. Mm. And all I can do is um, receive the inspiration and then create it to the best of my ability. And I think. Um, that has really shown, there was a shift in my artwork that um, really just surprised even me. (laughs) Not trying to brag or anything, but it was, it was so cool because it was like, all of a sudden, these paintings I was painting, they I joke around, but they almost seemed like they're already complete. Um, After they were, you know, I would, I would finish it physically. And then I would look at the painting and then say, Oh, yeah, haven't I done that before? And, um, special, a weird occurrence for me, but it was like, no, it just, I'm the vessel. It's not necessarily what I in quotes chose to do. <laughs> um, and those are my most favorite paintings um I love to hear the reactions from people and um you know I can kind of it's gonna sound kind of woo woo but I can feel them where they're at in my house um they have a a different kind of vibration to them so yeah I think (laughs) I was divinely chosen as opposed to me divinely choosing (laughs) Mm.
0: Well, we definitely love woo-woo on our show, so we definitely get that. Um, so tell us a little bit more about just what that's been like for you just to be that clear channel, that vessel. Um, what What does that feel like for you?
1: Yeah. Um, what does it feel like for me? It, it comes in different kinds of deliveries, I would say. Uh, sometimes... I will go on a binge, and all I want to paint are backgrounds. That's all I want to do with my life. Like, <laughs> I create these gorgeous backgrounds that um, have a lot of movement to them. And um, some people ask me like, why don't you just leave it? And so I line my room with them. Hmm. And then I stare at them and I sleep around them and I, I always do a nightly meditation. And so they're always around me. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that one needs a pelican on it. Or mm. <laughs> or that one needs like, you know, some kind of other animal or another piece of content. Um, I like to paint animals and any flowers that I choose for my artwork. I like to make sure that they are, they have a symbolism to them. Um, that they have a a lightness and a joy to them because I don't want to bring something into someone's house that and a dwelling or workspace that isn't thought out and isn't intentional and might have a negative connotation in some way. Um, and whether or not the person connects to that or not, that's up to them. That, you know, I'm not trying to force that issue. I just wanna make sure I do everything through my intention to, um, yeah, deliver something that is um, uplifting. And so sometimes it's that. And then <laughs> I think that one of the coolest things was when I was working on your painting, Stacy, was that, um, that we, had a beautiful meeting and a beautiful conversation about what the possibilities were but then I was having a, a clearing meditation and all of a sudden the painting just started downloading mm. and it was piece after piece after piece after piece and it was like even the flowers were selected and and then of course it was so cool because when I went later on and looked up what these flowers meant and what these vines meant and why a moon shower and why you know certain things it was like oh (laughs) well of course because it's all connected and it's all to support um the intention that we created initially for the painting so it comes in all ways really
0: (laughs) so i'm hearing that really it's about getting quiet with just And allowing those messages to come through you. And at certain times, even though they're maybe, like you said, you had them in your rooms or in your room, um, surrounded by you, but like really just waiting for that divine inspiration Mm -hmm. to come through and, and love that, like that, that download Mm -hmm. special.
1: Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, definitely. Mm
0: -hmm. So tell us a little bit, like, when did you realize you had this gift? Mm -hmm.
1: Um you know in grade school I would say you know I won art competitions every once in a while and um you know random things like that but I didn't know I didn't realize that the world wanted my art or that there was a purpose for my art until 2011 And, you know, I randomly just did uh, an evening painting class with some friends and um, posted the pictures online just because they were so cool and how different people create. And um, I posted those online. And then all of a sudden, people were like, wait, you can paint? (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I kind of can. And so... um, I started to show my artwork to the, you know, the community of Fort Collins. And, mm. um, and yeah, it was just kind of, it, it just spurred from there. Like that's, I can definitely tell that that was like the starting point of, um, I guess the bud client kind of coming out of the soil and then, um, you know, it just went on and I've. I've been pleasantly surprised and shocked ever since that, you know, commissions just keep coming and shows just, I just keep getting asked to hang my artwork at places. And, and I just, I I really am along for the ride. Like <laughs> there's, there's not much that I, well, I mean, I couldn't choose it better really.
0: <laughs> so you were able to take my idea from, creating this say, the Pachamama painting. And we just kind of talked about that and designed that in a way, or just had an idea, but there was no like real concrete um, thought. They're just like, okay, this is the symbolism we wanna use. And this is that. Um, I'm wondering, is that the process you use for um, all your painting as you're working with
1: others? No, no. Um, I really try to guide, Well, I definitely like to listen to the other person and see, um, one, how much input they want to have, um, two, kind of their trust level in me, Uh, because some people, like, and I love it when people have a lot of very, like, specific requests, but then I love it when people say, I just want a yellow painting, (laughs) and so it's... um, I really go with the flow with it and just kind of uh, I've learned through kind of trial and error, you know, specific questions that I need to ask and um, say when I do like a pet portrait, for example, I want to make sure that uh, if it's a memorial painting that that uh, painting will create joy as as opposed to sadness, Um, like joy in the remembrance. so no, it's it's a different conversation each time, really. Um, and as we know, if you know the people listening to this, probably are you said are are woo woo, and not everyone's woo woo. <laughs> and so sometimes I have to tone it down.
0: <laughs> but, I know your audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So is there um, a certain kind of art um, that you enjoy painting the most? Or is, um, yeah, what, what does that
1: feel like for you? Hmm. You know, I think I find joy in all of it. Like, I, I very kindly call my brain a, a, a beautiful circus. So there's a lot flying around in there. <laughs> And it's very pretty,
0: but. <laughs> the, the human condition, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, I definitely know I like a theme. So if I'm doing an art hanging, I like to have a theme so that my beautiful circus doesn't look like a circus when it comes out of my hand. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I like to go with a theme for, you know, specifically hanging, like art hangings. Um, I love animals. I do. They're such a gift to us. Uh, And they're so beautiful. My goodness, there are all sorts of animals out there. Um, Yeah, I think I'm on an animal kick right now, but next month it might be different.
0: (laughs) Would you mind sharing the story about how the Ganesh
1: painting came to be? No. And your trip to India? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was blessed to go to um, India and stayed in ashram in February of 2020. So um, a little less than a year ago at this point. And um, it was a Ganesha temple. And uh, that was one of the primary gods. And um, also... Uh, Lakshmi was very uh, present there as well. And um, I got to see a lot of beautiful cattle. Oh my gosh. They know how to decorate a cow there. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's more sacred than that, but um, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Like their ceremonies are so gorgeous. Um, And I was able to have that experience and then came home um, and was asked to create a Ganesha painting. And it was funny because I couldn't get over painting two. It just had to be. And there were two backgrounds. You know, the Ganeshas were of the same similar style, Um, a little bit different in their presentation. but it just had to be. I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get it out of my head. I couldn't decide, you know, which one to do. So I just did both. <laughs> Little did I know this whole time I was creating Stacy's painting at the same time as the original person that commissioned me for another Ganesha. Um, and it was like just so awesome because it was like they, it was created. And it already had a home like it it um i was never unsure about that part like there wasn't you know sometimes as an artist you paint and you're like oh i wonder if this is gonna sell or not like you know having that um human attachment (laughs) but also it was like there was no doubt in my mind it was already it already had a home and i already knew i created it for someone specific i just didn't know who and then all of a sudden um, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Netta, who <laughs> is just fantastic. She um, was like, oh yeah, I've already sold it. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, it's not done, okay.
0: <laughs> that was really divinely manifested, I think too, because I had gone out for a hike with Netta and she showed me a picture of that painting. And I said, I want that. <laughs> see if she can paint me one and then a week went by and I um had traveled uh and and so I was back east and it popped in my head again and I was was like oh I need to reach out and see if she's you know reached out to you and well within probably an hour she texted me before I got a chance to even text her and she's like hey that painting's available do you want it I'm like yes and yes (laughs) So that was (laughs) very divinely manifested. (laughs)
1: Yeah, cool. I just, uh, I love it when I finally see the face that gets to um, (laughs) live around the artwork. They get to live together, you know?
0: I love it. (laughs) And I love how you put the symbology behind it because the symbols are so powerful. So when I look at that painting, I mean, I just feel the vibration of that Mm. a painting. So the the intentionality is, I think, what really draws me to your artwork because it's so powerful. Mm. Thank you.
1: I I definitely want to, as I get older and more spiritually connected, I would say, um, I'm realizing the power of intention and how necessary that is for the world. Um, I had a beautiful conversation with one of my um, coworkers and friends about um, setting the intention for the painting before it's created. And so she gave me this idea that I've um, kind of run with of painting a word across the canvas in water or the background paint color before I start and just to make sure that the intention of that painting starts from the beginning. Mm. And sometimes with the backgrounds, I'm not quite sure what that intention is yet. And so it'll get painted in water once I figured out what is supposed to be on that canvas. Mm. (laughs) Um, But Yeah, and with, especially with something as sacred as Ganesha, I, every, Hinduism is so interesting because every little thing that is um, incorporated in their illustrations of um, their gods and goddesses and, or, you know, however you connect to Ganesha is um, so intentional. My goodness, it is so cool. And I love I've always loved humanities, and I love learning about um, why, why, you know, why a tusk in a hand instead of, um, you know, something else, like a quill, say, because, yeah, there's just all this um, meaning and intention and story, and, man, I could listen to the stories all day. (laughs)
0: And when it's hanging in someone's home like i mean for myself as i experience looking at that it's it's a very powerful
1: mm.
0: you know you can feel the intention you can feel the creation of what you have put out in the world and so i just you know i i feel like that is so such a powerful thing to be able to create your art in that in that way and so I know at one point when I first met you, you had mentioned that your mission was to really create affordable art for people.
1: Mm.
0: So, so tell us a little bit about that and what's led you to, to that mission.
1: Yeah, I firmly believe that everyone deserves to have beauty. And everyone should be able to have beautiful things around them. I think, um, you know, I actually went to school for interior design and I saw over and over and over again, how important, um, people's environment is actually, and how many things can change and how much healing can occur if you allow yourself to have beautiful things around you. Mm. And, um, you know, and as you know, there's all, always functionality as well, but um, I, and you know, I, <laughs> I'm not the richest thing on, on the world. So, <laughs> and I just, I wanted it to, and I like beautiful things. So I just wanted to be able to start to create um, artwork for people that were similar to me. And not make um custom artwork or you know um custom artwork to a person or even just you know having a, a original piece, that's what I'm trying to say. Um original piece of artwork in someone's house outrageously priced so that it's unattainable. Um I've had a lot of arguments on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, devaluing and stuff like that. But I just think it's I just want to be able to support, you know, people's life in some way. So if all I can do is change if you smile when you walk by your wall during the day, like that's at least one more smile. And I think everyone should have that. It shouldn't just be for the rich and powerful.
0: <laughs> That's such a beautiful, beautiful mission to have. Um, so thank you for putting your artwork out in the world. Mm. How, um, how has creating art helped you with your own shadow work?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, you know, It has really allowed me to work through quite a few shadows, actually. Um, Yeah, because even uh, self-promotion for someone who's actually rather shy is hard. (laughs) But who else is going to do it? Netta sometimes, but (laughs) (laughs) no. Um, but, But yeah being able to promote myself and um, feel that I am actually worthy of the promotion is huge and then also having, I mean, man I'm a nervous wreck before art shows because it's like that is my soul on those canvases I really do put as much love and care into my artwork as I can um, and then to put it in front of a lot of strangers <laughs> Where I don't know if the next day they're going to be like, oh, (laughs) you shouldn't quit your day job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But.
0: Those deep judgments, it sounds like from the outside world. And so have you, do you find that you're moving through some of that shadow work that comes up for you?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I do, Um, and I I honestly, you know, I joke about Netta, but I am so blessed to have the people in my life that are true leaders for me. And um, even when I'm terrified and when those shadows are louder than the light that they can say, no, no, stop. (laughs) You're good, keep going. And so when that fear comes up and, um, you know, yeah, the shadows of arrogance and self-promotion and, um, um, can't think of the word, but not being humble, um, are staring me in the face and I'm like, what, who am I? Like, you know, what, who, who do I think I am? Um, Are staring me in the face, like, I luckily can go back and if I really need it, see the paintings that people have purchased and um, the artwork that people have commented on and uh, things like that. That are, it's like, no, there's at least one, you know? Um, and so then you pull yourself out of the pit, <laughs> that fear pit where it's like, okay, no. Nope just keep going. Like <laughs> you got to see that fear and go towards it because I mm-hmm. I don't want to be crippled by fear. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put up with that. So.
0: <laughs> so you feel the fear and move through it anyways, mm-hmm. move, move past it. And it sounds like mm-hmm. you really call upon just your friends and cheerleaders for support and validating that, yeah, this person has this painting hanging up and And, and, and so when do you, when are you able to come back to that divine place where you recognize that something else is guiding you?
1: Every day? Yeah. um, Maybe not all day, every day, but every day. I... You know, I typically do my my normal job and then, um, which I'm very blessed to have. And then I, I paint from, you know, 7 to 1 a.m. And, you know, I love the universe so much. And it's so funny because I, um, every time I'm like, ah, that's probably enough. I can, I can throw in the towel. <laughs> I get a ping from someone, and I get another, um, you know, beautiful client or something that says, you know, I've been waiting to ask you for a piece of artwork for years now, and I just, it's time, and it's so funny, because it's always when I'm like, I'm good, that's fine. Hi. universe I'd be, has <laughs> other ideas. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and... I do. Um, I do a lot of gratitude practice when I am painting during painting, because there's no reason people should have should ask me. You know, not really. I I I love to paint for people, and I love to um, succeed at my mission <laughs> um, and get the challenges from people. Like, oh my gosh, people are so creative, and I'm so glad they let me be the vessel. You know, mm-hmm. and the universe lets me be the vessel too. If it's um. It's just so, it's just amazing, and I do, um, I do try to practice my gratitude. And every time I'm looking at a painting, especially the most interesting challenges that people come up with, I'm like, thank goodness that people believe in me. Like, <laughs> it's so cool.
0: That is very really awesome, and and you know, your art is just absolutely beautiful. Um, so I I can see why people are really drawn to that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, just your own experience or what, what you feel like the connection is between art and spirit?
1: Hmm. You know, that's actually the first thing that came to mind when you said that was, um, I believe in a way that art and nature, I would say, are the closest closest that we can get in our physical form. Mm. Um yeah, breathing in and being able to feel feel an emotion that's evoked and you don't know why. I think that's that's a spiritual connection to me. Whether or not you're seeing a beautiful mountainscape or whatever gone on a beautiful hike and see, you know, a city or, or you can just walk by a painting and say, Oh, I don't know why, but I love that. And it evokes such an emotion and such a feeling that when unexplainable, I think that's when the spirit intervenes.
0: Mm. Sounds really beautiful. Mm tell us a little bit about maybe, um, maybe advice you might have for other people that are maybe wanting to tap into that creativity or that art piece and, you know, haven't felt they were good enough or, you know, like for myself, I'll just give you an example of myself. Um, Sometimes when I'm given this blank canvas or, you know, these art supplies. And I've been in these situations many times where then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, am I going to do this right? Or am I going to do this right? You're, you know, it's, it's so like, I overthink that sometimes, you know, but I know um, what's helped me, but I'm wondering what, um, what advice you would give to people who want to tap into that creativity and, and tap into that spiritual side of themselves and, and just, create right because we're all creators we're here to create what whatever that might look like um we all have some creative backgrounds um creative you know message and so i'm wondering what would be your thoughts and advice on to someone who might feel that paralyzation and not be able n- and struggle with tapping into that
1: hmm well I absolutely think if you're staring at a blank canvas, a blank piece of paper, and you have the urge to create, it's never going to be wrong. And just break the seal. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't care if that mark is going to be covered up later or whatever, but put a mark down because mm. that breaks the purity of that canvas in the most beautiful way because then the adventure starts. And once you have a mark down, it's like, okay, then you get the momentum
0: mm.
1: and then the momentum takes you to your creation. So just put a mark down it doesn't have to be right. And I know perfectionists out there and I am one too. It doesn't have to be right. There is no right. You know, some of the greatest artists, they paint things that are silly and nonsense and, but they're great artists, like, and also art isn't necessarily Bubble drawings <laughs> of people, and art isn't necessarily an animal drawing, and art isn't necessarily a landscape. And I think the funnest I've had, um, well, in a you know, in a way, I guess the most freeing experience I've had as a painter is when I painted a painting with squirt guns and sponge balls, like. Mm. <laughs> Oh, and weird and it's just nonsense but it splashes and its movement and honestly if you really don't like what you painted you can turn it into a jackson pollock and splash paint all over it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it so it can be transmuted
1: <laughs> yes yes i think i think that's the biggest thing is um the biggest leap to get over that fear is just make the mark
0: hmm make the mark and move through that, that perfectionistic tendency. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be perfect. Imperfectly perfect.
1: Yeah. And get out of your head too.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: (laughs) I'm going to sound like my boss, but get out of your head. Cause it's art comes from the soul. It doesn't come from planning. Mm. And sure it does, you know, it all, it all is right. And it's all not, Mm. (laughs) but, um, using art as a therapeutic practice I think allows so much to come through Um, I know it's allowed me to get through some of my toughest times I know um, there are very specific paintings through my um, portfolio that were a godsend they were really the perfect painting at the perfect time because I needed help. I needed to get through something and I needed support and I needed not to distract myself, but to get quiet. So yeah, get in your body, do some mm. squats if you need to get into your body or whatever, (laughs) some leg paths and make the mark and you're good. Mm. So it
0: sounds like just the art itself just has helped you move through even just some of those darker times and being able to process through some of those darker things that you might have been experiencing, but helped you move through the other side.
1: 100%. -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: That's
1: beautiful. That's
0: beautiful. So tell us a little bit about um, how does art, how does it incorporate love? Um, You know, we're just coming back to that that message of being the love and you know um, transcending through the shadows so moving through the shadows and and being the love how would you say art or your art you know has helped with that process
1: mm. you know that's almost of a question of how doesn't it um i on a human level let's say i love when I turn in a painting and I see an emotion that is the as I said on a human level that is the biggest validation I've ever had ever in my life because and especially pet portraits like you know I started off not loving them but I could do them and and however when I would turn the pet portrait in And I would see the joy that it brought to that person and the love and the um, emotion that for a second they could feel again from their beautiful dog or cat or whatever, iguana. I've painted an iguana, which was so fun. (laughs) Um, And have them be able to feel that connection and know that I helped create that, that that's how I express love. Mm. Absolutely. And I think the universe or source or God, whoever you consider divine is, has given me the talent so that I can express love. Mm. And so that I can be a vessel for some of the love that spirit can give to us. Because I mean, I say me and I and whatever, but it's not. <laughs> That's silly to think anymore, <laughs> um, especially with how my journey has gone. But um, yeah, I think those moments—they just those moments that you can look at a painting and have an emotion, like I said earlier—is a taste of a love. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, there's no amount of gratitude that I can express to embody, yeah, how much love I try to put into the paintings or let channel through me mm-hmm. to put into the paintings. It
0: sounds like you've certainly been on quite just beautiful journey, just discovering your talents and moving through some of that fear. and. Um, just continuing to tap into that universal energy and moving through you. So that's really, really beautiful. Um, Tell us a little bit about maybe what you're working on currently.
1: (laughs) I, sorry. (laughs) I am currently working on a massive painting. Um, not the biggest I've ever created, but biggest I've ever created in this, in my apartment space here, and it is a big guy, um, but I'm so lucky because um, this one is going to pack a punch as well, just like Pachamama, because it's eight and a eight and a half by five and a half feet,
0: wow. and it
1: is a, a Egyptian lotus flower and a dragonfly, hmm. and all the symbolism that those two babies carry, so... Oh. there has been a lot of meditation happening and a lot of recentering because yeah it's gonna be cool Uh,
0: but sounds absolutely amazing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and the recipient the person who commissioned it is all ready for that symbolism you know Hmm. and yeah like I said you can just look at my paintings and think they're pretty and like them that is perfect that's great with me (laughs) (laughs) but a lot of times there's a I call it why I'm cool (laughs) about my paintings Mm. (laughs) it's like this painting says why I'm cool is because I also have a topographic map of horse tooth behind these shoes or (laughs) Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so it is a yeah silly side note but um, yeah that's what I'm working on currently
0: Mm, That sounds like quite the project. I'm sure it sounds like it also takes up quite a bit of space in your, your home, but um, I imagine it'll be beautiful when it's, when it is hanging up in Mm -hmm. that person's home. Very cool. And so tell us a little bit about um, where people can find you.
1: Mm. So I do not have a web page. I have failed miserably at that. However, <laughs> it's because Instagram and Facebook have worked so well for me. <laughs> um, So I am on Facebook and Instagram. If you just um, type in Christine Amber design, you'll find me. I'm there. And then my exciting 2020 uh project was um getting a society six shop so if you don't know what that is it's a a cool web page where you can upload your artwork and then basically get any painting that I've uploaded as a shirt or as a tray or as a credenza. <laughs> <And> wow <laughs> all these cool things and it was a lot of work and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> very but cool. If you want to see you know new progress um of paintings that I'm working on commissions and all of my nonsense um christine amber design on instagram or facebook are perfect
0: okay wonderful and we'll post that in the show notes as well mm. so people can have access to that so awesome so well thank you christine for being here with us today and sharing about your experience and thank you your divine inspiration Thank you for listening to our show and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5 55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And until next time, love yourself, love each other and love the world. And if you like the show, share the love by sharing it with your friends. We love you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Talk to you soon.
1: Thank you, Heather
0: Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension Bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.